Welcome to Furniture Industry News for November 27th, 2023, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the increase in global online spending on Black Friday, the different furniture buying habits of wealthy boomers and millennials, the rise in financing for large purchases, the decline in ocean container rates and its impact on major carriers, the changes in the home furnishings industry, the declining sales and consumer demand in the sleep-related industry, and the challenges faced by luxury furniture producer Natuzzi in the global economy. According to software company Salesforce, global consumers spent an estimated $71 billion online on Black Friday, which is an increase of 8% from 2022. However, the furniture category did not experience the same level of growth. Online sales for furniture on Black Friday were down 11% year over year, with sales on the two days leading up to November 24th also experiencing declines of 13% and 6% respectively. Despite this, the order volume saw a slight increase of 4% year over year on Friday. In terms of consumer behavior, there was a decrease in traffic via computer, 15% decline, and mobile, 4% decline, for furniture shoppers on Black Friday. Searches and direct leads were the main drivers of online traffic for furniture, making up 37% and 34% respectively. Mobile devices were the preferred choice for shoppers, with 76% using their phones on Friday. When analyzing purchase trends, Salesforce found that the average order value for online furniture purchases during Cyber Week was $422, down 2% from 2022. The AOV for Black Friday specifically was $452, a decrease of 0.8% compared to the previous year. However, the units per transaction did increase on Black Friday, with a rise of 11%. In terms of pricing, the average selling price for furniture saw a decline of 9% year-over-year for October and November. On the other hand, home dining, art, and decor experienced a price increase of 12% in the same period. The number of furniture-related SKUs added to catalogs also decreased by 6% compared to last year. 84% of furniture shoppers during Cyber Week made their purchases using credit cards, while only 8% used PayPal. Financing options were chosen by a mere 3% of online furniture buyers. Email marketing played a significant role in the home category, with an 18% open rate during Cyber Week, the same as all email campaigns during that time. Email marketing in the home sector saw a year-over-year increase of 17% and a 34% increase on Black Friday. In today's ever-evolving consumer landscape, there is a pressing need for businesses to adapt their strategies to cater to multiple demographics. With the convergence of factors such as the residual effects of the global pandemic and ongoing geopolitical issues, it is crucial to embrace a major mindset shift. A recent column from Paycheckology sheds light on the shifting preferences of Gen Z, highlighting their inclination towards soft saving and a cozy culture mindset. This younger generation prioritizes personal experiences and mental well-being over accumulation of wealth. This presents a unique opportunity for retailers to tap into their specific preferences and cater to their desires. Nonetheless, Soft saving is not limited to Gen Z, as the rate of disposable income allocated to savings has dropped across various demographics. 
This trend could impact big-ticket purchases in the near future, creating opportunities in some categories while stifling growth in others. As the holiday season approaches, it is essential to recognize that consumers of all ages can be inspired to spend. In particular, younger consumers resonate with the cozy culture and are inclined towards supporting good causes. Building brand awareness and loyalty among this group could be a strategic move for businesses. For Zoomers, combining a store purchase with a donation to a nonprofit or offering a gift with purchase that aligns with their lifestyle could be compelling. Millennials, on the other hand, may appreciate buy now, pay later options that include future purchase credits, providing more value for their limited resources. Despite the challenges and uncertainties, there is a silver lining. The demand for furniture will always persist, presenting billions of dollars in sales potential in the coming years. The key lies in adapting strategies and reaching out to consumers with tailored approaches that resonate with their evolving needs and preferences. In the ninth annual major purchase journey study conducted by consumer financial services firm Synchrony, it was found that consumer attitudes toward larger purchases specifically those in the $500 and up range, are evolving, primarily influenced by recent price increases and financing options. The study revealed that 50% of respondents expressed that price hikes have led them to seek financing options, with 66% agreeing that financing makes larger purchases more affordable. Despite starting their research online, shoppers are increasingly opting to make these bigger ticket buys in physical stores. Among the surveyed group, 68% made in-store purchases, a 3 percentage point increase compared to the last study conducted two years ago, while only 23% made online purchases. Notably, older shoppers are demonstrating an enthusiastic return to stores, with 74% of those aged 65 and older, and 71% of shoppers in the 55 to 64 age group purchasing in-store. The study also highlighted the significant role of retail sales associates in the purchasing process. 81% of respondents reported having direct interactions with RSAs while shopping, and 55% acknowledged that RSAs assisted them during the financing research process. Michael Bopp, the Executive Vice President and Chief Growth Officer at Synchrony, emphasized that rising costs have increased the appeal of financing options to shoppers, particularly when purchasing more expensive products. Retailers have opportunities to engage customers throughout the purchase journey by leveraging financing, which can ultimately boost sales conversions. The study further showcased several noteworthy findings from the biennial report. Notably, 77% of shoppers utilized retail credit cards to access unique benefits, 58% conducted in-store research before making their purchase, and 65% deemed the in-store experience an essential aspect of their retail shopping. Additionally, 61% of shoppers between the ages of 18 and 44 conducted research via mobile devices. Spot ocean container rates have resumed their decline after a brief increase earlier this month, according to container price tracker Drury. This week, spot rates dropped by 6% to an average of $1,384 per 40-foot container, which is 3% lower than the pre-pandemic average rate in 2019. In comparison to the same week last year, rates have fallen by 42%. The decline in rates is evident in the Shanghai to Los Angeles route, with a significant 9% drop to $2,000 per container. Similarly, rates from Shanghai to New York dipped 2% to $2,573. 
The rest of the year is anxiously being observed by shippers and industry analysts to see if spot rates will rebound. If they fail to recover, it is anticipated that contracts for 2024 will be agreed upon with substantially lower rates. Two major ocean carriers, Maersk and Hapag Lloyd, reported substantial declines in the third quarter. Maersk, the second largest carrier, recorded quarterly revenue of $12 billion, a significant decrease of over $10 billion from the previous year. Hapag Lloyd, the fifth largest carrier, experienced a 73% drop in income from Q2 and a staggering 94% drop compared to the same period last year. Hapa Lloyd CEO Rolf Haben Jansen mentioned on an earnings call that rates on the Asia, Europe, and transatlantic routes were currently at loss-making levels. Both carriers are about to enter contract negotiations for 2024, and the timing aligns with the record low spot rates. As a result, contract rates may also see a decline. Maersk's CEO Vincent Clerk expressed during an earnings call that the outcome of the fourth quarter would significantly impact the outlook for 2024. He described the situation as dire if there is no improvement. Similarly, Hapag Lloyd CEO Jansen noted that the company would rather lose business than enter into a year-long contract that would result in losses. He stated that contract rates at the current market levels were unrealistic and expected contracts starting at the beginning of the year to exceed current spot levels. Recently, there has been a notable increase in mergers and acquisitions within the home furnishings industry. In the past two weeks alone, three significant acquisitions have been announced, including Mitchell Gold, which has become a part of Surya's expanding group of brands. It is highly likely that more such deals will occur as the year progresses. As the final numbers for 2023 are evaluated, the challenging selling environment will become apparent, leading to an acceleration in mergers, acquisitions, and business closures. These developments highlight a notable transformation taking place in the home furnishings industry. Traditional business models and organizational structures are evolving, blurring the lines between buyers and sellers. Many companies are now active in both roles, marking a shift in the industry's landscape. The decline of retail home specialists exemplified by Bed Bath & Beyond and the rise of D2C mattress brands are among the significant shifts that have occurred, However, the process of streamlining distribution and eliminating intermediaries remains ongoing. More manufacturers are exploring the direct-to-consumer model, while major retailers are venturing into wholesale. Vertical integration is gaining prominence as organizations seek efficiency and cost reduction throughout the distribution chain. While it is too early to predict the next evolutionary steps, it is increasingly evident that the industry is going through a realignment. Traditional retail and manufacturing will not disappear entirely, but they will undergo transformations and give rise to new iterations. As we look ahead to 2024, it is clear that the home furnishings industry will continue to experience interesting and consequential changes. The recent quarter has presented challenges for sleep-related companies in the public market, with a decline in sales and cautious outlooks for the fourth quarter. While the number of publicly traded sleep-related companies is limited, they serve as indications of the overall segment's performance. It appears that we are facing some turbulent times ahead. Compared to last year, consumer demand seems to be lagging, and earnings calls suggest that a quick rebound is not expected. Let's take a closer look at the third quarter sales of key betting-related companies, Leggett and Platt, Temper Sealy International, Sleep Number, and Purple Innovation. Leggett and Platt a company with a significant presence in various sectors including bedding, furniture, 
flooring, automotive, and aerospace, reported a 9% decline in demand for mattresses and furniture compared to the same quarter last year. Bedding segment sales dropped by 17% in the quarter. Tempur-Sealy, the largest bedding maker in the industry and soon-to-be owner of the largest sleep retailer, experienced a slight dip of 0.5% in sales for the third quarter. North American sales faced challenges with a 3.2% decline, while international business saw a 12.3% increase. Sleep Number, a vertically integrated company, reported a 13% drop in sales for the third quarter. As part of its efforts to improve, the company has implemented workforce reductions and plans to close several stores by the end of 2024. Purple Innovation concluded the quarterly reports with a 2% sales decline compared to the previous year. The company has adjusted its sales outlook for the remainder of 2023. Unfortunately, the trend of slowing sales is expected to continue into the first quarter of 2024. It is clear that the road ahead will be challenging for the sleep segment. Natuzzi, the Italian producer and distributor of design and luxury furniture, recently released its third quarter earnings report, highlighting the ongoing challenges it faces. Invoiced sales for the quarter, ending on September 30th, amounted to 74.9 million euros, marking a 35.8% decline compared to the same period in 2022. When compared to the third quarter of 2019, the decrease is 15%. Notably, the greatest sales decline was observed in China, with a drop of 58% year-over-year. North American sales followed with the second-largest decline at 43% year-over-year. Antonio Achille, CEO of Natuzzi, emphasized that when comparing the third-quarter revenues to the same period in 2022, it is crucial to consider that the prior year's results were positively influenced by the reduction of the backlog of written orders resulting from the pandemic demand spike amounting to 28.3 million euros. Despite the challenges, Natuzzi reported an operating loss of 1.3 million euros, compared to an operating profit of 4.1 million euros in the third quarter of 2022. As of September 30th, the company held 37.1 million euros in cash, compared to 44.5 million as of June 30th. Achille acknowledged the persisting challenges faced by the global economy over the past 18 months which necessitates cost structure streamlining while continuing to invest in growth. The company remains committed to maintaining investments that will further enhance its growth and improve its profitability. To this end, investments are currently prioritized in two areas, retail expansion and operational improvements. During the first nine months of 2023, Natuzzi invested 10.6 million euros with 4.2 million euros going towards retail and 6.4 million towards operations. Looking ahead to 2024, with uncertainty surrounding the duration and intensity of the furniture industry's current weakness, Achilles stressed the importance of tightening cost control and increasing financial discipline. This strategic approach will position Natuzzi to navigate the challenging business climate with resilience. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.